Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Good morning. Happy New Year. Hope you've all had a good Christmas. So getting in some yes, yeah. It's great that we've got the kids in with us today for our family service. And I'm so glad that you've all been able to make it as well today on this New Year's morning. Whether you're in the building with us live, whether you're watching at home or watching on Catch Up, it's great to have you with us. And as we've said, we're going to be starting the year in the best possible way today. And we're going to be talking about a really important topic. And it is the topic of sharing the good news or sharing your faith. And I've entitled this morning's message as Good Shepherd equals good news. Now, to try and keep some of the kids engaged with us this morning, I have got I have got a prize that can be won at some point this morning. So I'm going to be looking out for those that are listening the most attentively this morning. And to start with, I want to read out one of the parables of Jesus. And this is found in Luke chapter 15. I'm reading this from the NIV. And it's the parable of the lost sheep. And it's found from verse 1. And it says this. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. And I thought it would be good just to stop there really and just, just really highlight that Jesus knew how to gather a crowd. I think we sometimes kind of glance over this, but it says in the crowd that there were tax collectors and there were sinners and they all wanted to come in hear what Jesus had to say. So he must have been saying something interesting. He must have been saying something different or something intriguing. There was something different about Jesus that drew people to him. And we pick up the parable and and Jesus goes on to say this. So suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there'll be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner that repents, over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. And what's interesting about reading this parable in today is that we don't necessarily have the same value for sheep as maybe they did when Jesus was telling this parable. You see, sheep back then were valuable. And if you had a hundred sheep, that meant that you were pretty wealthy if you had a hundred sheep. And to put it in a way that we could relate to today, imagine I came in today with a briefcase full of money and there was a hundred thousand pounds in there. Ooh, who wants £100,000 for Christmas? No. So briefcase, £100,000 in there are 100 stacks of £1,000. So lots of notes. Now imagine I gave that briefcase to you. And as you were skipping out of church joyfully with your £100,000, the briefcase opened and all that money fell on the floor. And you went along and you picked up all of the bundles and you count them all up. Yeah, 98. And you got to 99 bundles and there was still one missing. There was a thousand pounds somewhere in a bundle on a stack on the floor. Now, you've already got your 99,000, 9,900,000 pounds, is that right? 
but there's still a thousand pounds stack on the floor. Would you A, just leave it and walk out, or would you still look for it? Thank you. That is the correct answer. You would still look for it. A thousand pounds is still a lot of money. And we read here that when this good shepherd finds that lost sheep, that actually he joyfully puts it over his shoulders and he goes and he rejoices with his friends. And what this highlights is that actually that it is important for both God and Jesus to go and find that sheep. So if it's important for God and it's important for Jesus, then it should be important to, for us as well. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. So I've just got a couple of points to help us stay on the track. And my first point this morning is this, get to know the shepherd's voice. And I think this is a really important thing is, is to remind ourselves is that at some point before we knew Jesus, we too were lost. And we had, to, um, we had to learn the shepherd's voice. And it's important that we don't forget that, that we remember that we're still on a journey and that actually we still need to hear from the shepherd from time to time. When we get tempted to wander off, we still need to listen. So to illustrate this point a little bit further, I need a volunteer. Now, I need a parent and child combo. So I'm looking around... I mean, the Davies, you can just come up as a collective as you like. I can sort both Nathaniel and Gideon and Jared, you can all come. You had your hands up first of all. So what's going to happen? I am going to give Tim a phrase that you need to hear. And what's going to happen? Tim's going to go to the back of the room and he's going to shout it to you. And you've got to try and hear what that phrase is. Now, everyone else in the room, we're going to try and make as much noise as possible. So we're going to count to 100 just to give you something. So, Tim, I'll give you the phrase. Okay, if you want to make your way to the back for us. And what's going to happen in a moment, we're going to make noise. You have to try and hear the phrase that your dad's saying. So for everyone else in the room, we'll just start counting. So hopefully you can count along with me. So we've got one, two, three, four. Yeah, I think we got there. We got there. It was Jesus is the good shepherd. Well done. So Davies, take your prize. Well done. Well done. Thank you for illustrating that point for me. And it's great to see that children do listen to their parents. It is a thing. It is a thing. But as a child, we get to know our parents' voice. And in the same way, we too can learn Jesus' voice. And it's important that we spend time with the shepherd. That even though we might class ourselves already as a Christian, that we already know who Jesus is, it's important that we still take that time to listen to the shepherd's voice and build that in. And I wanted to encourage you that in this new year to think about how maybe you can do that in your week by week. What does it look like for you? And I mean, being, church, being at church on New Year's Day, that's a great start. Uh, but I want to encourage you that, yeah, as you go home throughout your weeks, you build in those intentional times to keep listening and recognizing the shepherd's voice. And I guess with any New Year's, 
any New Year's message, I want to give you that, that opportunity to almost put in a New Year's resolution and think, well, what are you going to do intentionally? Or what are you going to do differently this year in order to hear God's voice? And it's great Ben told us about some of those reading plans and some of the ways that we can build in that time to hear God's voice. So first of all, get to know the shepherd's voice. My second point for us this morning is this, look out for those who are lost. And as people who were once lost ourselves, we too need to look out for others who may still be lost. And I've got this passage here from Isaiah 53 verse 6 that says, We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned our own way. And I want you just for a moment this morning is to just put yourself in the shoes of the lost sheep and maybe think back and remember what it was like before you knew God. Think about what was it like because there are many people who are in this world who are living afraid, they're living in fear of maybe what the future holds about the uncertainty of life and we've got good news We've got something that we can share. And I've got a picture for us this morning, and it's of a, a character that I've made up especially for today, and the kids can help me with this next section. But I want to introduce you to someone called Super Sheep. <laughs> this is Super Sheep. Everyone say Super Sheep. Super Sheep. Super Sheep. There you go, trademarked right there. So... In a moment, I'm going to show you another image. And in that image is super, there's actually more than one super sheep. And I want to see if the kids can help us identify who super sheep is. Now, any good superhero, not only do they look good in costume, but they also can blend in as well. That when they're out and about in public, you wouldn't even know you're looking at super sheep. You're blended in in your camouflage, you are. So I'm going to show you an image. Now, just to give a bit of context to this image before I throw it up, just for the adults as well, um, this image that I'm going to show is believed to be one of the earliest known images that can be identified as Jesus. And it's actually found in one of the catacombs in Rome. And it's believed to be dated back to the third century. So if we can put this image up for us, please, Baz. It's a little bit faded, but hopefully you can make it out. And as you can see, it's believed to be Jesus in the center representing the good shepherd in this parable. And as you can see, he has a sheep or a lamb over his shoulders. Now, what's interesting to me about this image is that there are is the lamb on the Jesus' shoulders, but then there are four other sheep as well. Now, there are two what I think are normal sheep in this image, and then there are two Super sheep. Now, can anyone take a guess of which of those sheep you think are super sheep and which might be normal sheep? Go on, because you're at the front for us. That is a good guess, and you're absolutely right. It is our super sheep. Let's give a round of applause. Well done. It is those that are looking towards Jesus. So as you can see, we've got two sheep that are gazing at Jesus. They're looking, they're aware of what's going on. But then there are two sheep in there as well who are almost just completely unaware. They're so engrossed in what they're doing and eating their grass that they don't even acknowledge Jesus. They just carry on eating. 
And if we're not careful, we too can get so engrossed in our own lives that we can actually miss what Jesus is doing. And the busyness of life and the the laws of this world, they can distract us from hearing and seeing what Jesus is doing. And actually, we need to be like the two sheep who are aware of their surroundings. They're aware of what Jesus the shepherd is doing. And as a result, they keep their eye on Jesus, but also I think what they're doing in my interpretation of this, this lovely drawing is that they're also keeping an eye on the other sheep as well. And actually, they're making sure that those other sheep don't wander off as well. And we need to be like this in our lives as well. We need to be a little bit like super sheep. So what can we do to look out for those who are lost? Well, I think it really starts with looking at our, our own lives and looking at who do we know in our own lives who don't currently know Jesus. And again, New Year's is a great time to do this, is to make lists. And what I want to encourage you to do today when you go home and you've got a bit of time is just think, who do you interact with in your life who doesn't yet know Jesus? And make a list of those people. Because what I want you to do, I want you to be intentional with that list. I want you to start praying for those people that they would come to know the good shepherd, Jesus. Because it all starts with prayer. And I want to encourage you that as time goes on and you interact with those people, is build intentional relationships with them. You know, when you see them, ask them how they're doing. Ask them how they are. And Christmas has been a great time of year of getting to connect with people that maybe you don't always see throughout the year. I know for me personally at work, I had the opportunity to go out with work colleagues and you get to connect with people on a relational level when maybe you don't normally get to do that. It could be at home when you bump into your neighbor, either outside the front door, going down the driveway, but it's trying to build those intentional relationships and trying to interact and speak with the people who are around us and try and build those relationships because we need to look out for those who are lost. And my third and final point for us this morning is this, share about the shepherd or the good shepherd. And in John 10, verse 14 to 16, we read that Jesus says, I am the good shepherd and I, and I know my own, my own know me. And it talks about in there about the, the sheep listening to his voice. And as I said earlier on with the parable, is those sheep were valuable. So much so that if you haven't quite grasped it yet, we are the sheep. And Jesus put such a value on our lives that he was prepared to lay down his own life for me, for you, and for all humanity. And God has put such a great value on our lives. And it's important that we remind ourselves not only of this, but actually that we're open as well to share it with others. And just remind yourself what it would be like if God was not in your life. And try and put yourself in the shoes of others. And when you remind yourselves of that, what you can do is start be putting together your own testimony, your own story of what God has done in your life. And I want you to encourage, I want to encourage you to share with others about how God has changed and has transformed your life. And you can share about the love of God 
And it doesn't just have to be in words. It can be in action as well. And we can show people the love of God. And we can quite literally show the kindness of God by being the hands and feet of Jesus. And as Ben mentioned as well, in the end of January, we've got the Alpha course coming up. And what I want to encourage you to do is, with those lists of people, or maybe just someone came to mind immediately, is just begin thinking and praying about who is it that I could invite along to Alpha? Who could I talk to this year? So get to know the shepherd's voice, look out for those who are lost, and finally share about the shepherd. Let's just um, take a moment to pray and as the band come up and uh, come and get ready. So Heavenly Father, we thank you that we've been able to start the year in this way. Thank you that we've been able to meet together as your people. And I just want to pray, Holy Spirit, as each of us go away and we pray and consider about who in our lives don't yet know you and who are those people that we interact with, I pray that, Holy Spirit, would you prompt us as to who we should be praying for and who we should be inviting along to Alpha. So we lift that up to you and I just pray that as we each go into our weeks that uh, we would go carrying your love and carrying your presence and your kindness wherever we go. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you.